Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Yeah. This is dancing time. Are you ready? Just try not to dance. Mm. I don't even know what to say. Can I, I add anything to this? We're just dancing. No. Hello, and welcome to the Way Family Podcast. I'm Zach, and my wife, Hannah, is here joining us. Today, we make up the Way Family Podcast. Seriously, try not to dance right now. This is the best oh. part. <laughs> All right. Well, hello. We have named that song Funky Town. <laughs> it's an inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you've watched Parenthood. <laughs> Hook me on Facebook if you know what we're talking about. <laughs> well, hello and welcome to the Way Family Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We um, we really appreciate you listening to us. We do. We are just two average. Well, no, you know what? I was thinking of a tagline, hun. Mm-hmm. Like you know how people have taglines. Yeah. Ordinary people can still live extraordinary lives. Ooh. So, yeah, we're just normal, average people, <laughs> right? Yep, we are. And this podcast has been a little adventure for us. Mm-hmm. It's challenging us, it's pushing us, and um, yeah, something that I wanted to do, and I convinced Hannah to do with me, and now she likes it. Yes. Yep. So, I've got a couple things here, but let me just get, tell you guys what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about the five love languages in relationships and friendships mm-hmm. for this episode. That's going to be the main topic. But before yes. we get into that, Hannah, why don't you tell tell us about your week? Oh, my week. Okay. Um... Let me remember this week. I really don't even remember it. It flew by for some reason. But um, I think that means it was good. Me and Forrest got to go on a couple hikes and we went to the beach. And uh, what did we do yesterday? Oh, yeah. Okay. On Friday, National Day of Adventure. You know, we talked about it last week. So we were planning to go backpacking a Big Sur. With Forrest, the first, first time, time taking Forrest, I mean, not our first time, we've gone lots of times, but the first time Forrest would be on a trip with us, which is, it would have made it a lot more different and a little trickier than if uh, it was just us, yeah, but... Yeah, a little more tricky. Go on. But it was raining in Big Sur all week, it said, 70% chance of rain in Big Sur on Friday and Saturday, which is the two days that we were going to be there, and... So we decided not to do that, but instead, Zach planned a fun thing for us. We went kayaking in the bay, and it was so fun, and Forrest was in the boat with us, too, and he was very, well, at first he was antsy, but then he, you know, chilled out, and he was like, he really liked being in the water and touching the water and seeing seals and sea otters otters and birds, and... It was just, it was really a fun time. And we got fish and chips and we saw the sunset. It was very cloudy, so it didn't really sun, it wasn't really a sunset. But we watched but the surfers there. Yeah, we watched the surfers and splashed in the water and that was great. And then yesterday, Zach planned an all day date for me and him. Mm-hmm. And that was nice. 
I loved that. And we also were productive and we talked about our goals and we talked about like the podcast and where we're going to go with it. And then we replied to a lot of emails and a lot of messages and we got a lot of stuff done. We did, redid our budget. We planned out our backpacking trip for this um, December for our anniversary. And we went to two different coffee shops. We, we spent eight hours. Yeah, it was an eight hour date and we got really good pizza. It was just really fun and it was raining outside the whole time. It was just cozy and fun. And yeah, yeah, it was really good. So how was your week? My week was good. I really liked I took off work a half day on Friday and then we got to go do that fun thing. So that was fun. Um, And I really wanted to take forest backpacking, but kayaking was pretty cool, too. It just would have been too it would have been too much to do backpacking in the rain with him. And it did yeah. rain almost all day Friday and all day Saturday in San Simeon. Yeah, or, and, and Big Sur. because our tent, our backpacking tent is really small because it's really light and it's a two-man tent. So we're just going to all sleep in there together. But if it was raining outside, we were going to have to be in the tent, in a two-man tent with three humans and a really antsy toddler. So we were like, oh, I think we just better postpone it. So we're still planning to go at some point, but just got to figure out when. Yeah. And I liked the date with you yesterday. That was fun. You did? I did. <laughs> I know it you It was did. fun and it was productive. <laughs> it was. And I think part of that is like my love language. The productive part. The, pr- the productive part. It is. I know. Part of it. The fun part and the uh, all your attention on me part. That is my love language. Oh, the quality time. That's the thing, because we were just talking about this this week. Well, we had a little fight, but um, we were talking about it. Well, it was a big fight. <laughs> OK, well, I, mean, I wasn't going to make a big deal let's out of be it. Honest. it was well, a... We don't have to talk about how big of a fight it was. No, we don't. OK, but... well, we had a fight and we I was realizing that I was just feeling sad because I. Well, it's it was a miscommunication in the like the big thing of it was it was a miscommunication. But uh I was just feeling like a little not left out, but kinda left out because when Zach gets home it's like he has to get his time in with Forrest because Forrest got to go to bed soon. So and then once Forrest went to bed then it was like, Okay, then he like turned off his brain, was just like, you know, doing stuff, which is nice to relaxing. do. Relax it's nice to relax, but then it's like there's no one who cares about me? <laughs> that's really what I said, though. But that's how I felt because I was like, okay, Forrest, when Zach gets home, it's like the best part of the day, which it's true. It is. But Forrest, like you are his favorite for sure. Well, it's because you're home with him and you have I to know. discipline him. But then it's I like, discipline him when I'm here. But, you know, I know. But that's the thing is like you I'm with him all the time and I'm doing all this stuff for him. And it's still like I, it's, it's hard work. And then it's like he's still will choose to like not choose you but i mean like he's super excited to be with you he wants to do everything with you when you get home and then it's like okay well what about me so yeah anyways that was kind of the root of it and so zach took me on a date and it was very fun and we got to do both of our love languages which was i guess yours would be considered like acts well, of service we'll take the test again and I'm we'll saying find out just yeah. for what we think yeah because the last time we took it, mine was quality time and physical touch, and yours was... I don't remember. 
I know now it's acts of service, like for sure. Well, I think it changes. And so I think it's good to have a reassessment of what your love language is, of how you send it and how you receive it. Yeah. So basically, we've talked about love languages before on here, but... Wait, but before we get into that, can I just go over some stuff that I wrote down? Oh, yes. Okay. Well, we'll get into that in a little bit, but I wrote down some stuff during the week of things that I wanted to talk about. And so, Hannah, you got to back me up here. Okay. Okay. Number one, if I see any clowns, I will knock you out. Ooh. I don't get what the clown thing is, and it's obnoxious and annoying. It's it's not funny. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of funny. But why? Like in San Bernardino, there is this guy who tried to take a baby from his mother. He was dressed up as a clown. That's freaky. And then he wondered, like, he's like, oh, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's, that's not a joke. Come that's on. Not you deserve a joke. to get kicked in the balls. I would punch somebody in the face if they were doing that, if they were trying to take Forrest. Yeah. And I would kick them lots of times. Yeah. There's been people, it's just craziness. So don't, clowns, knock it off. Why did that become a thing? Nobody thinks that's funny. Everyone's mad about it, except the clowns. The clowns think it's so funny. I know, but everybody else is mad. It's not funny. It's freaky, and you think you're going to get murdered. Well, there was a clown that was waving a knife around, and he got beat up and ended up in the hospital. And he said, oh, it's just a prank. It's just a joke. It ended up being a teenager, and it's just a fad, and they're doing these... It's like planking. Yeah, it's like planking, but like planking is not hurting anyone (laughs) or like threatening to hurt anyone yeah it's just dumb next thing that i wrote down was shout out to our listeners in la i got a message from one of you and you were going on a camping trip and talked about how riding your bike has helped to get rid of a lot of stress from the crazy drivers so we do have quite a few listeners in la And Hannah and I have said so many times we hate L.A. And that might be true, but here is a nice thing. That if you are living in L.A., you don't have to be a part of the angry, stressed out, busy culture. You can share some love and be positive and encouraging. Buy someone coffee or ask someone how they're doing. Like, look them in the eye and ask them how they're doing. and. Just be a little bit more intentional, and who knows, maybe in five years, everyone in L.A. will be friendly, nice people. You could do this even if you don't live in L.A. Right. Also. Right. Just don't let the negative people get you down. Yeah. Um, We also had an email or a message, I'm not sure what it was, from our Patreon supporter, um, and she asked a couple of questions we wanted to answer them on the podcast here. So her questions are, how do you stay organized with all of your social media accounts? Hannah? Ugh, I am not very organized. <laughs> Me neither. Um, I don't know. There's not really any rhyme or reason to the social media accounts, I guess. I just, I post on them when I want to. And I mean, for my business one, I try to do it once every day for the Instagram, at least just to like remind people like, hey, I'm still a business. I still make stuff. You could still buy things from me (laughs) Um, and to engage with people. It's fun to I don't know. It's fun to do giveaways and stuff. But um, 
I, I don't think I am very organized because I don't really know how to answer this. Well, how many accounts do you have? You On have? Inst- for Instagram? Yeah. Uh, I think I have four. Well, it's the Wayfam, which is just our personal one, the Wayfam podcast, handmade, and then my personal one. Okay. My my name, Hannah Olivia Way. Yeah. Yeah. I have the Wayfam, which is just like for family, like sharing p- pictures of forest because we don't... It's it's all videos of forest, but it's only for family and friends like that we actually know. And then uh, the Wayfam podcast. And I tried to post on there whenever a new episode comes out. But we were talking and we'd like to post three times a week on that. And then my Instagram, I try to post daily. It's a little bit of a challenge because my life is not <laughs> super interesting um, Monday through Friday. <laughs> but um, and then I have a church one and I just post on Wednesday and Sunday about whatever we're studying. Um, and I mainly use Instagram. You mainly use Instagram and then share to Twitter and Facebook and Tumblr from there. Is that right? No. No? No. I sometimes share to, well, I usually always share to Facebook um, and sometimes share to Tumblr, but I don't use Twitter at all. I tried to keep up with the twits, but it's like... The twits? Yeah. The tweets? Yeah, the tweets, but it's just too much. I like to like, once I re-download Twitter, then I go back to like my certain funny friends that I really like and then I read through all their tweets because they're really funny. They are. But then I delete it again. Yeah, it's, it's so much. It's so, it's so much. much to keep up with. Face- Between like Insta stories now and Snapchat mm-hmm. and Facebook, it's like exhausting. So I guess the ones that we focus on, well, the one that I focus on is Instagram yeah. and uh, Facebook for family that doesn't have instagram which is a lot of my family see on facebook i mainly use the groups part of facebook i like that a lot i'm a part i know that's like you were signing on the computer once and you all i thought it was mine and i clicked on the notifications and i was like it was all notifications for like 30 notifications people that we know (laughs) no i don't know any of those people but it's awesome i like have kind of a relationship (laughs) with them so it's a bunch of different groups that I'm in of specific things like podcasting, like church stuff, like um, uh, Central Coast stuff that's for sale. The and Saddleback Leather one. Saddleback Leather auctions and, you know, just all kinds of stuff like that, like musicians group and things like that. But I mainly, both of us mainly use Instagram and it's just mm-hmm. too much. Like you have to pick one and have that be your yeah. thing. What's nice about Instagram now is that you can be signed in on multiple accounts. Yeah, that makes it a lot easier. And you don't have to sign out and then sign back into another account. And um, so that makes it nice. And then I always just share to Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. I don't have the Facebook app on my phone because I wasted too much time. I don't have the Twitter app on my phone because I wasted too much time. I don't have the Tumblr app on my so phone. So what's the point of having Twitter? Because you never go on Twitter. No, about once a month I'll go on Twitter and I get some messages and I'll reply to them. Messages on Twitter? Yeah, people send direct messages. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Oh. It's hard to keep up with it. We're talking about this for a very long time. Uh, We need to move on. Yep. Next question that uh, that she had was: Do people ever recognize you in public and freak out? Nobody freaks out. Let's not get weird. Um. We've had a lot of people come up to us and ask us if we are who we are and be like, oh, I follow you on Instagram and introduce themselves. But that 
at first I thought that was very weird, but now it's fun because I like meeting people that I've never met before. And it's fun when they're like, oh, hey, I follow you. So I'm saying hi because there's probably people that will see us and like be creepy about it and not say hi. Right. But I think that's more creepy because if you're just sitting from afar, like liking photos and like whatever, that's one thing. But then if you see that person in real life and decide not to interact with them, that's weird. Yeah. So... Yeah, if I see someone that I follow on Instagram, I'm for sure going to say hi. I've done that a couple times and yeah, it was super awkward at first, but I'm glad that I did it. I and have I did I made us do that one time in Minnesota. We were on a road trip. <gasps> yes. And we stopped at this McDonald's cuz I needed coffee and it was like the only place in like wetness. I think you were going to the bathroom. Yeah, I needed coffee and I needed yeah. to go to the bathroom and I didn't want we're to get gas Minnesota. station coffee. So McDonald's is like one step up from there. Plus the bathroom is nicer. And I saw this van, and I recognized it from Instagram, and I was like, wait. Is but that, they're like celebrities. That's that, why we had to say hi. Is that it? And so I was in the bathroom, and I looked up on Instagram, and I was making sure that's their van, and I was like, oh, it is them. Oh, and they <laughs> are so in Minnesota. Creepy. It is them. They they are here. I have to. And so like, I, what are the odds? I went to back to the car hannah was sleeping i woke hannah up. i was pregnant and i said hannah the malamish family is here we have to find them and say hello <laughs> they were in mcdonald's playland with their three kids and we're like oh gosh this is so creepy we saw your car outside but we've been following you and we want to live in an airstream like you guys do and blah 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 blah. we love you guys and they were so nice yeah even though the we nicest. were super creepy yeah. and the, the youngest one luca was a little annoyed at me because I was sitting in his spot. <laughs> his he like chair. pushed me out of his chair. But it was so good. I was like so glad we said hi, even though that's really creepy interaction that we knew their car. But right. But they post pictures of their car. Right. But yeah, we were really glad we said that. And w- there's been another, a couple other people that we've known, like friends of friends that were like, hey, we know you. You're friends with this person. So are we. Hi. I do remember the first time that someone recognized you in public, Hannah. And it was at a Target in Fresno. We were on, a, yet again, another road trip. Our and, baby moon. Yeah. And this, Yosemite. this person kept appearing at the end of each <laughs> aisle. And I was like, wow, this person is getting all of the same things we're getting. And then... Um, and then finally she came and said hi. And she's like, okay, I have been following you to make sure that's actually you. But I have to say hi. I follow you guys on instagram she was actually friends with the girl who shot our wedding ellie yeah. so it wasn't as weird but it, that was like a weird that was strange i was like okay that was that was weird that someone that i never knew yeah that was me. the first time but anyways all that to say if you ever see someone in public that you follow on instagram and you don't say hi that is 100 percent more creepy than saying hi so if you do it just do it especially if it's us we love to meet people so come say hi yeah if you see us all right uh a couple more questions then okay. we'll get into the main topic i know we're taking forever this was one of the things on the server that people said they didn't like that we took forever to get into the main subject but whatever this is life okay we're we're answering these questions this for this is, girl yeah this is life and you know she's the only one who's financially supporting us yes yeah, so so. she has precedence overall y'all fools <laughs> just kidding um, but she, not kidding. She asks, what are y'all's dreams slash future places to live? Oh, man. Well, I love the Central Coast. I would live here forever if I could. But we probably will live here forever. Well, we might move. But 
I my dream is to own some land and to build a house and while we're building the house to live out of a trailer um an airstream preferably and uh plant some apple trees and some orange trees and have a little garden and a dog and things like that chickens yeah i would like to do that same thing but i would like to live in oregon or washington somewhere where there are seasons yeah because i really miss seasons and california is so expensive and it feels like your dream can't really be a reality unless we're living somewhere that is not so expensive to live right and that's that's basically my dream too but i i would like to do it in a different state some some place with more than two seasons. Yeah. One I mean, I love California and I love the Central Coast and I'm stoked about it, but I really would like to have a large yard for our kids yeah. and for them to grow up with seasons like have I did. Have them be able to build a little BMX track in the backyard. Yes, and, totally. Yeah. Maybe have some goats. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you guys start talking about marriage? Yesterday. I'm just kidding. <laughs> We started talking about marriage like maybe six months after we started dating, I think. I remember it was when I was in Oregon. It was pretty pretty soon after we started dating. And part of that was like, oh my gosh, I like you and I love you so much. I want to marry you. But then part of it was like, okay, I think that this is actually, I could actually see this happening. So we weren't really, well, at that point we're like, let's just not even go to school and let's just get married. Yeah. Hello. Let's just do that. That's what we were saying, remember? When we were like, when we first realized we're like, we wanted to marry each other, then we're like, well, let's just do it. What's stopping us? But then we didn't actually do it for like four more years. Yeah. (laughs) But it really was the perfect timing when we did get married. It was the right time and it was the perfect timing. And yeah, I wouldn't have traded it. Mm -mm. I'm glad that we waited. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, let's get into the main topic here. Um, Thank you to our Patreon. Yeah, thanks, Mackenzie. And um, if you have any more questions, just send us an email. Um, we, Han, like Hannah said, she replied to a bunch of emails, and uh, we're working on replying to messages. We have a lot of work to do, but we're getting to it. We're getting to it slowly. And if you could still send them, even if we don't reply for a couple of weeks, <laughs> we're trying. I'm going to try to reply to the rest of the emails that we've gotten. By the end of this week. So, you know, just send them in if you got them. All right. So The Five Love Languages is a book that's written by Gary Chapman. And it is all about how to communicate love and affection. How to tell someone that you care about them and show someone that you care about them. The Five Love Languages are words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch and gary says that you have like a primary love language and then the secondary love language and sometimes the way that you receive it best is not the way that you show it best and these are just the five basic ones and there could obviously be more or like more specific ones you know like different stuff like that like how we said zach like being productive together is one of zach's so i that would probably fall under acts of service right but those are the basic ones and it really most people fall under one of those five categories so uh, we took this test back when we were dating 
right? Yeah, we, we read took, the book we, and we took the test. Yep. And I think we did it when we were engaged too, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, but we haven't done it since then and we've been married for almost three years, so we are going to take the test again today. Yeah, so we're on fivelovelanguages.com. I'll put a link to that and you can take an online test to find out what your love languages are. So how this is going to work is I'll read a question. Hannah will guess um, the answer for me and I will guess the answer for her and then we will choose. And then we'll see who's right and who's wrong. If we're right, yeah. All right. Question number one. It is more meaningful to me when... I receive a loving note, text, or email for no specific reason from my loved one, or my partner and I hug. I'd say for Hannah, hug. No. Dang it. I would say for you, hug. Really? Yeah. No. Really? Nope, we're both wrong. Because I text you all the time. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll read the next one. It's more meaningful to me when... I can spend alone time with my partner, just the two of us, or my partner does something practical to help me out. Your answer would be, I could spend a lot <laughs> alone time with my yes. partner, just the two of us. Quality time, obviously. And yours is the other one. My partner does something practical to help me out. Yep. So wait, I'm putting my answers in, right? Yes. Okay. And I'm putting my answers okay, in. Okay, very well. It's more meaningful to me when my partner gives me a little gift as a token of our love for each other, or I get to spend uninterrupted leisure time with my partner. I know. Uninterrupted leisure time. Yes. Um, I think yours might be the gift. Nope. Really? Yep. Oh, man. I'm screwing this up. I'd rather have quality time than a gift. Good, good. But part of that is money. because I'm very particular about what I, I know, you're need so and want and, and am a, a minimalist. So. Yeah. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when my partner unexpectedly does something for me like filling my car or doing the laundry or my partner and I touch. <laughs> hmm. I don't know because I think those both mean a lot to me. So I don't even know how I would answer I think the the touch one for me. Unexpectedly does something for me like filling up my car or doing the laundry or touch. I think that one is yours, the laundry one. No, I'm going to have to go with touch. Are you, you just trying to make me look like I don't know you at all? No, I'm just saying they, well, they don't define touch. So, you know, <laughs> it's just like a touch or is it like a touch? <laughs> Stop. Don't make it weird. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when my partner puts his or her arm around me when we're in public or my partner surprises me with a gift. I would say for you, the arm. Mm, yeah, that's that's just like we do that all the time. Yeah. But I is mean, it, it is special. Yeah, it's meaningful, but it's, it's not like uh, a gift is like out of the blue. It's like different, you know. So which one would you pick? It's more meaningful to me. When we're, um, I don't know. I don't either, but I mean, I'd for say me, the first one. For me, that's the first one for sure. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when I'm around my partner, even if we're not really doing anything or holding hands with my partner. Well, you have to be around each other to hold hands. Yeah, but I would say being around your partner even if you're not doing anything for you is that what you would say 
I like holding hands with you. <laughs> I'd say both of these, but I know. Uh, okay, I'm picking the time one. We're not the, if we're not doing anything. I like that too. All right, it's more meaningful to me when my partner gives me a gift, or I hear "I love you" from my partner. I love you. Yeah, for sure. I said that for you too. Yep, you are correct. It's more meaningful to me when I sit close to my partner, or I am complimented by my loved one for no apparent reason. For you, when you sit close. Mm-mm. What? Words of affirmation? Yeah. All right. I well, mean, I like sitting close to you, but if I had to choose, I might pick the words of affirmation. I right. think I would pick the the words of affirmation for you, too. You are correct. Ding, ding, ding. Yay. It's more meaningful to me when I get the chance to just hang out with my partner or I unexpectedly get small gifts from my partner. Just hang out, you would mm-hmm. say. Yeah. I, I would say. Okay. We're not really guessing, I guess. <laughs> I'm just saying them. It's more meaningful to me when I hear my partner tell me I'm proud of you or my partner helps me with a task. Ooh, Ooh. I think you like both of those. Yeah. I we- think you would still pick the task, though. I think you're right. Good. Which one would I do? I don't even know which one I would do. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Yep. But I do like you when you help me with like shipping stuff sometimes. And that other means stuff. A lot. Yeah. That's the only thing he ever helps me with. I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, you read the next question. All right. It's more meaningful to me when I get to do things with my partner or I hear supportive words from my partner. What is this I get to do things with my partner? Like that could literally mean anything. What does that mean? Do things. Go to the farmer's market. Um, go on a date. Do things. Do other things. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Which one would you pick for you? Do things. Yeah, I think I would, I would pick that one too. All right. We're only like not even halfway done. So I think we should maybe. Yeah, we'll finish taking it and then give our results. But let's uh let's talk well let's pause and then we'll finish doing it and then we'll come back smart yeah okay catch you on the flip side of the test bye all right and we are back we finished taking the test neither of us have shared our results with each other no we haven't so what's your top one Okay, my top, I had a tie. Oh. Scores of 10. Um, quality time and words of affirmation. They were tied. Whoa. Which I did not see that words of affirmation coming. I thought it was still physical touch, but that got a score of five. Whoa. So, and then a So score, you don't like it when I touch you. <laughs> hate it. <laughs> That's like when we're sleeping and I'm like, no, please. Get away from me. <laughs> Acts of service was four and receiving gifts was one. But I like gifts. <laughs> That's funny. Maybe I'm not a good gift giver. (laughs) Okay, what was yours? All right. Uh, I got a score of 10 on acts of service. Knew it. So predictable. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, My second was an eight of quality time. (gasps) Yes, we're compatible. And then a six of words of affirmation Mm. for physical touch and two receiving gifts. Wow. That's interesting. Gifts. Because I think that one of my, like, one of the ways that I show love is, like, little gifts. And I really appreciate that. Yeah. But. But it's weird that 
like how you're saying before, just because you receive it in a certain way doesn't mean that's the way that you give it. Just like I wouldn't. Well, it means a lot when I get little gifts like from friends or from you or something. That means a lot to me. But I don't know. It's more just like the thought that that they were thinking of me. Yeah. That means more than like the actual gift. So hmm, that is very interesting. Well, at least we both have quality time as our top ones. Yeah. So that's a good thing. And that is our um, main priority right now, too. Yes, it is. So that's good. As a family. As a family, more quality time together, which is difficult because we're so busy, but um, you have to make an effort. So does the five love languages apply to people who are not dating or married? Yes. Okay. I was just going to say this because all the questions you pick before you take the test, if you are in a relationship or not, or if you want to do it just like in regards to friendship or, you know, a, a relationship. And yes, it applies to every human ever, I think, every relationship ever. And I remember when I first realized that it was after we'd taken the test the first time. It was like months after. And I realized like, so my mom has a love language and my dad has a love language and my sisters do and my friends, all these people have love languages and they might not be what yours is. Yeah. And they're different than mine. And I, it's my job as their daughter sister friend whatever to figure out what that is and to help them feel loved through their love language so that was like crazy for me to realize that and i was like oh dang so now i'm like trying to figure this out with some of my friends and i don't know i think it's very important to you could even ask your friends i guess like what what their love language is or whatever but i think it's really important to to try to figure that out and to do it you know right right and the the test that is online is um it's okay um but the one is weird really you have to read the book and Mm -hmm. read through all of the chapters and talk about it um with someone um to get a better understanding because like i said in the test it doesn't talk about your primary or your secondary or the way that you share it or the way that you receive it best and in the book you get a better understanding i think last week i had uh one of the previous students at a church that i worked at he called and um hadn't talked to him in a while and he's dating this girl and well you know wanted to talk about stuff and um, I recommended this book to him because that is this book has been huge for us when we were dating, and it's and as I was explaining it to him, he was like, "Oh yeah, that makes so much sense," and that could even help me like with my friends and my family too. And I think that that's the thing that people don't think about when they hear oh the five love languages mm-hmm. like oh that's just for people who are dating or mm-hmm. you know, but it does really apply to all aspects of life. Um, because people want to be shown love. Yeah. And I was even thinking about it. Like, I know that there's a kid's version of the five love languages. There's a book, I think. And I was thinking about Forrest and I know he's so little and it might be hard to tell right now, but I want to figure that out too. Like, what's his love language? Is it, you know, because I've tried lots of things, you know, quality time, obviously every day and gifts i always buy them toys oh i gotta stop um you know i don't know lots of them where or we tell him like good job for us that was really good or you know different things that we do but 
what does he respond to the most, you know? Right. I think he might be a quality time kind of guy too, like quality playing time. <laughs> right, right. Like playing and wrestling and having fun and laughing. Yeah. But I think that's really important too. So if you have kids maybe that are older, um, older than Forrest, or maybe the same age as Forrest, it would be good probably to read the book on the kids' five love languages. I haven't read that yet, but I want to. And the I know that I love this one, the regular book by Gary Chapman. So that could be something good to check out. And I think that it helps us, you know how like people are always talking about living authentically and being intentional. Mm -hmm. And it seems like such a cliche now because it's been overdone and overused. Yeah. And it's like, (sighs) okay, being authentic is not all about posting photos. Live authentic. Yeah. Or, (laughs) you know, it's, yeah, it's not, that's not really the best representation of it. No, it's not. But if you want to be intentional and authentic and real, Um, and I think intentionality is something that's really lost in our culture. Like you see someone who has a birthday on Facebook, you don't even know that it's their birthday. You haven't talked to them in a year, but you send them a message on Facebook saying happy birthday because you feel like that's what you should do. Or just HBD. That doesn't mean anything. (laughs) Like it really is, it's pointless and worthless. Because it's really like you saw your friends posting on their wall and then you're like, oh, I better say something. Right. Or you could not... be intentional about it. Yeah. You and... can text them and be like, hey, I saw it was your birthday on Facebook. I didn't know your birthday was today. Happy birthday. <laughs> and send them a nice little memory that you had with them or something like that. Yeah. A lot of friendships, they uh, they grow apart because you have this common bond that like holds you together. And then when that common bond is gone, whatever that is, if that was location or college or... College or uh, working together working together or something like that your your friendship really starts to diminish mm-hmm. because we don't invest in each other and investing in each other and being intentional about investing in each other um can be helped a lot by you know focusing on what each other's love languages are and how you can share love more effectively mm-hmm. and the thing with like You know how people always say that two people are compatible or like they're not compatible. I think that the maybe this is a theory that I have, but the reason why people think that they're not compatible, like they are married and they're like, well, I don't think we're compatible anymore or, you know, something like that. Maybe it's because your love languages either have changed or you don't even know your love languages or something because it's hard work to like do a love language that you don't naturally like give you know it's it's hard work to do that because it's not natural and it's like extra from what you would normally do and so people see that and they're like oh well maybe we're not meant to be friends or it's just too hard to be married to this person or it's too hard to be in a relationship with this person or whatever right maybe you just need to like switch your perspective a little bit and see like what they actually need from you and then maybe try doing that because it's going to be work, you know, friendships and relationships, like any relationship at all, whether it's your parents or your siblings or your friends or your boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife, whatever. It's going to be work if it's going to be a relationship that's worthwhile, you know. So just decide to put in the work now and yeah. then like figure them out. Well, and the thing is, if you don't have an understanding of the five love languages and you're just totally oblivious to it and you're putting in effort and trying your best, 
but you're just unaware like maybe you're giving yeah. gifts to everyone small little gifts because that is what you value mm -hmm. and the majority of your friends don't value that it's almost i mean it's a nice gesture yeah and maybe it is the thought that counts but um that's not the best way that they're receiving it and so you maybe see your friendships or your relationship as one-sided like mm -hmm. i'm doing all of this i'm spending all this quality time with you and you don't appreciate it mm -hmm. or i'm giving you all of these gifts and i never get any gifts from you mm -hmm. they might have a different way that they're trying to communicate and show show you love or affection yeah and another thing that we read in the book that is that when you finally know each other's love languages and you know how they you both naturally give love then it's you have to take into account when you notice that the person is trying to give love even if it's not the way that you receive it best so like if zach is doing stuff for me which he does stuff for me all the time he gets the oil changed in the car he does laundry he helps me clean up the dishes he does lots of stuff all the time and that means a lot to me i mean i'm super thankful for that because then i don't have to do that but I need to know that like that is him showing me love because that is his biggest thing, you know, so that me, that's a big thing for him to be doing those things for me, you know, yeah, so I have it to makes take you that into feel account. more appreciated. Yeah. And it makes me appreciate you. So I had this um, breakthrough like with my dad when we were dating and I realized that my dad's love language is not what my love language was <laughs> and that it was acts of service um and i looked back on my life and saw like oh yeah my dad really appreciated it when i did this mm -hmm. and i could like look back in time and see like oh i don't know why i didn't understand this earlier yeah if i would have gotten this earlier our relationship would have been so much better um when i was a teenager or mm -hmm. you know things like that and now it's a lot it's a lot better because I like, I know that. <laughs> yeah. And so like for Christmas, I don't get him anything. For Father's Day, I don't give him a card or anything like that. I just say, hey, I will help you out for a day in your yard or I will help you organize your garage or <laughs> I will help you, you know, do this thing. And that literally he has told me, I would rather have that <laughs> than any other thing. Do not he buy did. me a present. It is a waste yeah. of time and money. So. Because he's also picky about the things that he buys but then he also feels like if i want something i'm just going to get it you know so the stuff that means a lot to him is that the time and right. the work that you are giving him and Quality he was time. like so excited for christmas like the first year we did that he was like he opened the card and it said you, this is good for one day of work from zach in your yard or your garage or whatever you want and he was like so stoked he's like yes this is what i want this is all i want <laughs> he was so happy so yeah. So that brings up another thing that we wanted to touch on. And one of our future topics that we're going to be talking about is gifts and Christmas time and birthday presents and things, buying we're things touch for on us. This, though. We're just going to touch yeah. on this and we'll have a, an episode on it in the future. But it is October. We're halfway through October. Christmas is coming up. So we'll do this episode soon, hopefully. Yeah. But we want to talk about how we can get better quality gifts and less quantity mm -hmm. and how we can reduce some waste and also be more intentional in our gift giving and you know showing people that we love them because going out and buying a gift card that might 
tell someone that you love them, but it's also, it's not super personal. There's a bunch of better things that you could do. Mm -hmm. And maybe we could change the way that we view gift giving in general for this holiday season. Yeah. So, yeah. You had a recommendation that was... uh, Yeah. This, similar to so this. are we going to the recommendations yeah. now okay so this we were just talking about this yesterday on our super long date it was so fun um there is a well there's lots of um there are lots of blogs and instagrams and stuff that do the capsule wardrobe and you know all the buying ethically sourced uh clothing and stuff like that um one of my favorite ones is the uh, Unfancy, the girl from Unfancy. Her name's Caroline Joy, I think, on Instagram. She um, she posts a lot about simplifying and buying good quality but less items, but the best quality that you can get, you know? So obviously these items are going to be more expensive, but you're not buying as many. So it evens out unless you're someone who needs a ton of clothes, which... I'm trying to get out of that mindset. Anyways, so she's a good one to look up. But the one that we were talking about is called The Garment Life on Instagram. And she um, just shares a lot of different brands that are all um, like either handmade or they're made in America or they're made like by actual people and not like by slave labor or in factories or like anything like that. They're like made by people who get a fair wage and it's all all of that. So she shares these things and they're all really good quality and they're all pretty expensive. But um, she posted something the other day about Christmas and how we can ask for like one or two things that are maybe more expensive, but better quality and they're going to last us a lot longer. And then that could be our Christmas presents from everybody. You know, we don't have to ask for all these things. We don't have to create these long lists on Amazon. We don't have to do all this stuff. You just ask for like a simple, a couple simple good quality items and and maybe all your family can pitch in a little bit of money and get you that one thing or whatever. And I thought that was like so good because we always create these really long lists on Amazon. Not like really long, but like lists of stuff that we'd like or stuff that we need. And it is most of it is stuff that we need or books that we'd like, whatever. Well, and I'd say that that is a step in the right direction anyways, because a lot of times when we would get gifts over Christmas, like we do name swapping and you get someone's name and then you buy them a gift and we had no idea like, oh, what do they really want? Oh, I'll just get some pot holders for them. Yeah. And that's like, I mean, just fulfilling the duty of buying them a gift. And it's really not i mean pop. you're not putting much thought into it right. or like what they personally would really like it's just and so creating the amazon wish list was one of the ways that like our family got a little bit more intentional about buying gifts but i think that we could still make it a little bit better maybe less yeah. less consumerist mindset well yeah that's what i'm trying to get at because yeah the amazon wish list is really good but like most of those things, I really, if I really needed them or wanted them, I could, I could buy them. You know, like the stuff that I can't buy is this, like the $200 dress that was like handmade that I really been wanting, you know, stuff like that. So I, my challenge to you guys is to think of some stuff, like things that you would like to ask for Christmas and things that you would like to get for people for Christmas that is, 
ethically sourced and made like really well and like, you know, good quality and stuff like that. And think about getting those types of things for your friends or think about shopping small businesses instead of buying stuff at Nordstrom's or Target or whatever. You know, that's like a way more unique gift most of the time. And it's a way to support families and, you know, the small business owner, stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm all about the small businesses. The ethically sourced stuff is cool, but I feel like a lot of it's a feel good thing. Um, for it's me, it's not a like, feel good thing. No, I I feel like for me, it's a feel good thing. Well, maybe it is a feel good thing for people, but if you think about what you're actually doing, like it, it, yes, okay, it feels good to be helping someone keep this job that's paying them a fair wage, but that's like a huge thing. And if you didn't buy that thing, maybe they wouldn't be getting like you know they wouldn't be getting this more business it's way more than a feel-good thing well i think the only reason that i say that is because i think that there is alternate ways to give gifts like what i was thinking would be really cool is if we recorded some christmas songs and then gave that christmas cd to all of our friends because that's like our time and it's very personal and it's like something that we do or or if we were to like um (laughs) say like for our family um instead of getting gifts for everyone this year what we're going to do is we're going to go to the zoo um and we're gonna pay for everyone and we're gonna make a little day trip of it and make memories instead of we're gonna pay for give gifts no i was just an idea like everyone pays for their own way and that's like everyone's christmas present no, it's just an idea is to well, yeah, that's what you're spend saying. time together instead of well, that give was, gifts that's what or my, like a camping trip or... That, can I say something? Yeah. That's what my family is trying to do this year. Well, my parents and my sisters, we're trying to do that. We've already talked about it, that we're not going to get a ton of gifts for each other. We're going to try to sometime this year go all together and stay at a house somewhere and that will be our gift to each other as we all go together and spend time together. Cause that's one thing that's really hard to come by for my family. Cause my sister's in Chicago and you know, my dad's traveling around the world all the time for work. So, and Zach is working here all the time. So it's hard to go up and visit. So we're going to do that. And that's like a really good alternative to actual physical gifts. Right. And also like making gifts too. Yeah. If you, I always used to think that that was just like something that kids do because they didn't have money, but it makes so much sense. Well, that's also true. But yeah, like I'm thinking about, I hope they're not listening, but I'm thinking about making knitting sweaters for my mom and Zach's mom for Christmas. I'm going to try to. I know I'm going to get a lot of orders for Christmas, so maybe I won't be able to, but that would be such a thoughtful gift. Like if someone knit me a sweater, that would mean so much to me because I know that that would have taken so much time and they know that I love sweaters. so they know things about me. It's just like, okay, that would be a good gift. So if you have any way to make stuff and guess what? There's, even if you don't know how to knit or know how to do like woodworking or anything, there's, there are ways to learn and you can find something to make, you know? Yeah. And I love that. I love those kinds of things. I love getting like, like homemade presents. So Yep. All right. Well, more about this in a future episode. I we'll, feel like we just went over like everything that we wanted to in that episode. We'll go in a little bit more detail. We'll have a, some more ideas. I'll be thinking of them throughout the week. And we're going to also, hopefully with that episode, do a blog post about different companies and small businesses and stuff like that. So right. that's my plan. 
All right. Do you have recommendations for this week? I just gave one of mine, but my other one is the new Kings of Leon album came out yesterday. No, I mean yesterday came out this week sometime and it is really good. I like it a lot. So they haven't had a new album since I thought it was since like 2008, but apparently they came out with one in 2013 that I never even knew about. So how big of a fan am I really? Who knows? But I really like the new one. So check it out. Yes. What and are your recommendations, boo? Well, Walking Dead oh comes my gosh. out soon. Oh, A yes. week from today. Yes. Well, when you hear it, it'll be a week from yesterday. I am so excited. I'm so nervous. I'm so excited. I'm I can't so excited. It. So it, um, if you have not watched it, just Netflix binge all of them. <laughs> They're and, all on there, all six seasons. And the last episode of season six, you guys. If you know, you know. It's so intense. It is crazy. We are freaking out. I've literally stayed up very, very late doing research on on what the outcome of this last episode could be. So, Zach's doing the, the pee dance. Do you have to go to the bathroom? I do. Okay. Let's wrap this up. Yes, we are wrapping it up. So, <laughs> uh, of course, the my next couple of recommendations I've already given to you guys, but the new Devil Wears Prada and the new Norma Jean is amazing. And if you like hardcore, you should check that out. Also, um, you know, all of those people in your life who are, uh, gym people, gym people, CrossFit people, they, seem to have a wealth of knowledge and they love talking about the gym and talking about all kinds of stuff. And if you're like me, you don't know a lot of stuff about that. But if you want to get in better shape, you don't need to go on a blog or you don't need to, you know, go to a gym and get a trainer. You just find someone in your life and they will talk your ear off about what to do, how to build up stamina, how to build bulk, how to do resistance training, all of this stuff. And it's so interesting. And then you get to spend quality time with that person anyways, and you might end up, you know, getting fit and they will continue to remind you and ask you, hey, how's the training going? Um, You know, and give you Did you help. meet someone that is doing this for you? Yes. Who? I didn't meet someone. I just have been talking to my sister about it. Oh, yeah. She's real into CrossFit, so. Yeah. She knows um, a lot about that. She just became a CrossFit trainer, like a person who can train other people. Yes. So that's pretty cool. She's so, been trying for that for a while. I've been, I really enjoy my time at the climbing gym. I love, love, love it. But it's really difficult for me to get up, to get to the next level, like to get, mm -hmm. you know, just to advance farther on without encouragement and things like that. And so she gave me a bunch of tips and I've actually noticed a little bit of a difference. So I changed my schedule and I just, I love the climbing gym. So if you have not climbed before, find a climbing gym in your area, go climbing. It's a total body workout and it's an, uh, an aerobic activity. Mm -hmm. um, and it takes half the time of a normal workout. Yeah, it is awesome. Um, and it will make you feel good. And then the last recommendation that I have is um, just to dress simply. <laughs> it takes away so many of your, it takes up so much of 
your thought life to wonder what you're wearing and if you look good and things like that. And if you can just cut out all of the decision-making factor and you just wake up in the morning and you throw on your jeans. You have your two, and, almost and it, two-year-old son pick up the clothes you wore yesterday and hand them to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just, <laughs> That's uh, what we do. yep. Forrest, get me my jeans and my shirt. So Forrest picks out his outfit. <laughs> every day. And, and he, he, he can never go wrong. Every day. Every day. It's the you same thing. Gray t-shirt, <laughs> maybe a jacket, some jeans, mm -hmm. socks. So yeah, gray <laughs> t-shirts and jeans all the, all the days of my life. All the days. Well, thank you for listening. Um, and thank you for supporting us by giving us your time. If you have any questions, all of our contact info is at the bottom of the show notes. And Hannah has a joke that we received on Tumblr. Yes, this is a good joke. So shout out to whoever sent this anonymously. Why was it raining coins? I do not know. There was a little change in the weather. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. Thank you, Anonymous. And Thanks, thank Anonymous. you all for listening. We love you. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day and a great week. And if you have any ideas on what we should talk about on the next episode about gift giving and presents and all of that kind of stuff, or you have any small businesses that you think would be great to support, then please contact us before contact us soon because we'll be recording the next episode soon and we'd like to look over some of that stuff. So we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. See ya. Happy trails.